It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French, straight from Paris. Uh, welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love and relationships. I want to start with the result of this poll I had on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. So you could check it out. The question I had for you was if you found out someone you knew was being cheated on, would you tell them? 71% of you voted, yes, I would tell them, and 29% of you said, no, I will not. I am on the side of the 29%. I think we should mind our own business and don't bring toxic information who people don't need to hear this. It's not our job. I'm not the love police. That's just my opinion. Any questions, though, about your love life, call me, 855-905-8255. Have you ever felt in your life a moment of sweetness, of tenderness, something that you wanted to everybody to know that you've experienced and what it feels like? If you do, just call me now, 855-905-8255, and share that with me. Sophie, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> bonjour, Sophie. So I listen all the time. I love hearing everybody's love story. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I do too. Um, and I just sort of wanted to share mine because it's really oh, special. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So my husband and I did not have uh, really any help getting married. So we really did sort of elope in a way. And I wanted the pretty dress and I wanted flowers. So we did everything very small, but it was really an elopement. But he was so sweet. Six months leading up to the wedding, I had no idea. He started taking baking classes. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry right now. Um, he started taking baking classes, and he surprised me the day of our wedding. He had baked my dream wedding cake for us, for me, wow. on the wedding day. It was really sweet. Are you serious? He, he, he was able to bake a cake like that? Yeah. I was taking lessons every night for like six months, <laughs> and I that- had no idea. I have never heard a story like this that somebody would, I mean, that you, you, you can be proud because that is something very unique. So I'm so glad you share that because I, I really, I've heard a lot of love stories, you know, on this show, but I've never heard of a fiancé getting married, you know, taking cooking class and to do the wedding cake. So what a story. I get that. It gets you emotional. You know, maybe I should learn to do that too, just in case one day I get married. I I could do <laughs> I could bake the cake myself. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Sophie. I mean, that's one of a kind. I hope the cake was good. Thank you. Oh, it was delicious. It was amazing. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing and have a good night. Thank you. You too. I mean, that was a sweet story. A guy learning cooking lessons to bake the wedding cake. I mean, I I give him credit. Anyway, i got to go to my email now because I've got a guy who doesn't know what to do. His girlfriend told him she misses another guy. It's... It's, it's a big mess. So that's coming up next. If you have a question but you can't dial in, email me your question, please, right now at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email about? What's going on with this guy? This email comes from Evan that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Evan. My girlfriend told me that she misses a guy she used to love, but she still loves me too. She said she needs time to figure out what she wants and who she is really in love with. In the meantime, what am I supposed to do? Evan, if your girlfriend just told you that she misses her ex, but she still loves you, listen to my answer. I'll tell you what to do next. 
Do you think someone can love romantically two people at the same time? I mean, that's really the dilemma that Evan is dealing with. His girlfriend just told him that she misses the guy she used to date, but she still loves Evan. And so she wants to take time to reflect on all that and doesn't know what to do. Evan, if I were you, I would break up with that girl. Because I don't believe you can literally love romantically equally two people at the same time. I just don't believe so. So if somebody doesn't want to be with you 110%, that's their right. But you should not be waiting. You should move on and find somebody who just want to be with you and is over the X. That's my advice. So good luck to you and take the distance and find somebody for you new. Uh, any questions, call me. 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. Ginny, bonjour. Hello, bonjour. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? So my husband um, has recently become really good friends with a young girl who's really pretty. And mm-hmm. they've been friends now for like six months. She's an actress and he owns a theater and she works there a lot. And they're really good friends. And um, he used to like kind of touch her like in a playful way, flirtatiously. And it would mm. really bother me, so I told him to stop that. Right. And um, I don't know what to do, because I know that he still calls her. I know they see each other and hang out a lot, and it really, really bothers me. But I don't want to be so terrible, like such a, you know, an annoying, controlling wife, that I can't let him be a friend with someone. Sure. When you said they were touching, like, what are we talking about there? What is well, it you mentioning? You know, like, they would talk, and he was like, you know, like, you know, like, just, like, flirtatious kind of poking, that kind of thing. Like, you know, like yeah. it's a little too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other thing is, once you told him, you know, that has to stop. So you said he stopped, but he still talks to him for work and all of this. Do you feel in your intuition that he would like to have, I don't know, a more intimate, you know, connection or relationship with that young actress? I do think that he does. Yeah, I think he's really attracted okay. to her, but he's controlling himself. I kind of, I mean, I trust him not to really do anything, but the fact that he's hanging around someone who he's so attracted to all the time makes me really uncomfortable. Okay, well, I think you should tell him that. I think you should tell him, listen, I trust you, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. My intuition is never wrong. In women, intuition, never wrong. This young actress wants to be with you, and I feel you're just not with her because you're married to me. But I would like to uh, tell you that it makes me uncomfortable, and it has to stop. I don't want to be nagging. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I can see what I see. I can hear what I hear, and it's just it's not, not pleasant. And then you tell him, I said, what if I was hanging out with a young actor all the time that was younger than you, and very handsome, and there was chemistry, and you would witness this, you would not like it either. So let's find a good common ground, and let's show respect to each other. Or, if we need more help, maybe we go see a couple of therapists, so you can understand better how I feel. That's a good idea. I should just try to talk to him again, because it's starting to like eat away at me. Absolutely. Have this talk in a peaceful way, calm way, and then I'm sure there is ways to find solutions, but you should speak up your mind. Okay, thank you. All right, Jenny. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. Thank you. You know, when you're in a relationship, you're constantly balancing trust and desire to talk, right? Trust or should I ask this question? So you want to know when is it time to ask questions? Let me tell you that next. 
One of the biggest dilemma when we are in a relationship is measuring the moment where trust and a worry meet each other, right? Basically, when is it the right time to talk to your partner about something that is on your mind without affecting the trust we have for each other, right? So here's here's the number one tip. Timing is huge, but unspoken, things you do not say, rotten the relationship. Silence cannot help you forever, right? Is there some things you need to know? And when you need to know, if you don't have the answer, you go bizarre, you go banana. I do banana too, because we cannot build a good relationship on unknown, unspoken lies or just illusions. We need to know the truth, right? So when do you know it's time to ask for that answer? Stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. Say you're married or in a partnership or a committed relationship and you feel something in you that your partner is not doing the right thing. You don't know, should I talk to my partner? Should I wait? When is it the time to address something that bothers you without hurting the trust? When in your intuition, and I mean intuition, not insecurity, your intuition tells you something is up, it's always up. Therefore, you just need to know the truth. So talk softly, find the right time, and the more you talk, the best chance you have to resolve the issue and make your relationship or marriage stronger. That's something that has helped me all my life. Your questions and your calls are next, 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. Becca, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Okay. Um, I am a single woman, and this is like the third time that I have kind of been approached by a married man, and they don't hide it. It's not okay. none of these three have hit it. Uh, the first time I was kind of like, you know, on the fence. The second time I said no, because, you know, my friends would say, you know, have some self-esteem. But, you know, mm-hmm. these the third guy, I really like him, and it just seems like, you know, it's not him, it's his wife. They haven't, you know, made love in, I think he said, two and a half years. Um, she doesn't pay him any attention. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel sorry for him. I mean, not feel sorry for him, like, generally, but, you know, he's not getting what he needs at home. So I have, like, a two-part question, basically. Okay. Why, am, why do married men kind of gravitate towards me? And, okay. and am I wrong to pursue a relationship with a married man who says he's going to be getting separated and the only reason why he's with her is basically for money at this point you know i see okay so to the first question of why some married men gravitate around you you know i assume you are single right yes so they see you and and they see you know uh, excitement again. They see novelty. They see some the unknown. They see excitement. They see you know uh, the the passion. They see everything that is missing in their marriages. So uh, that's probably why um, from the beginning of time. Actually, it's also for married women when they go with single men. It's the same reason. It's to find an excitement that is really not there at all. So now the answer to the second question of what should you do. Uh, with this guy that is married and tell you that you know, there's no more ooh-la-la and he's only here for her money. And by the way, that's very gigolo-like, but I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, I would say this. I would say your best shot 
uh, if it's a married man, is to actually never have any ulala with him, become friends, never do any kissing, smoochy duchy or anything. And if he really loves you, and sometimes it's true, some people will find the true love, you know, on a rebound. Well, then after he has separated and divorced, then you guys will have the whole universe for you guys to be together. If it's the love of your life, he will leave his wife divorce and, you know, be with you. And his wife will find somebody who loves her for her and not for her money. And that's a win-win for everybody. Okay? Okay. Thank you. That's, that's okay. I appreciate it. Remember, no ulala, Becca. I know. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Becca. Thank you so much and have a good night. You too. Thank you again. You know, I just realized it's true. I asked myself this question. If you're married for years and years and years and you meet somebody and you fall madly in love, what should you do then? Tough question. Stay with me. We're going to talk about that next. If you are married and been married for years and years and years, and uh, you meet somebody new and you fall in love, madly in love, and not, I don't talk about Ula, I talk like you just met your other half, but you thought you had the other half and it's not. Do you think you should pretend it's not there? Do you think you should just go for it? Do you think you should just, what should you do? So here, here's what I've kind of thought about this in my life even though I've never been married, but I've listened to a lot of married friends of mine, men and women, actually. And uh, I believe that if you are truly unhappy for a long time and nothing works and you've tried everything, if you have met somebody, then this is what you should do. Stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. So here's a situation nobody wants to think about. You are married. You can't stand each other. You are unhappy. Uh, but everybody tells you you have to stay together, right? But what if you meet somebody and you fall in love? Not in lust, in love. Do you think you should leave that first husband or wife and give it a chance? Or you should never leave this husband or wife? So, of course, that's a very personal decision. But here's what I would do. If my wife didn't love me anymore and she fell in love with somebody else and asked to leave me, I would be super sad, but I would let her go. Why? Because no one should be deprived of true love. Not my wife, she doesn't love me anymore. Not me, if I'm not loved anymore. Nothing in life is more important and precious than to be loved and to love somebody back equally. Uh, anyway, that, that's my take on this. You call the next 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? Just call me. Alexandra, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous, Alexandra. How can I help you tonight? Hi. So I'm dating this guy. He's really sweet. He's really nice. Uh But I've noticed that he's like a little bit sensitive. And there's something I want to bring up to him. So when when he sweats a lot, he smells like maple syrup. But wow. I'm afraid if I bring it up to him, he's going to be offended and like think I'm making fun of him when I just want to bring it up because I heard that could be like a disease or something. So I, I don't know how to approach it because I don't want to break his heart or make him mad. I just want to have an honest conversation with him. So, okay, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of this man, but I've never um, smelled anyone sweating like maple syrup. Are you sure that's that? Are you trying to play it nice and it's a different kind of smell? 
No, it's it, it's actually maple syrup. And I talked to my friends about it, and I looked it up online, and they said it could be a sign of this, this, and this. So now I'm, like, kind of worried. A sign of, like, like what? Like some genetic disorder, wow. uh, potentially diabetes in rare cases. It's a lot of different things. Okay. So, um, and that bothers you, right? That smell bothers you? It Well, it mostly weirds me out, but now I'm worried about his health. My partner, because now I'm afraid. Now I'm afraid that like he needs to go to the doctor or something. Okay, so that's going to be your angle, right? You're going to take in from a caring angle, not a criticizing angle, and you're going to say, you know, I did notice lately that uh, when you sweat a little bit, I notice it's a little like maple syrup. Use that. Remember the tone I'm using, right? Like you like that. Mm-hmm. You like, and I was wondering. Uh, because I have a girlfriend who had the same thing, so you put it also on a girl can have it, and yeah. she had to go to the doctor because there was something linked to a health issue. So I would love if you could check it out because I kind of worry for you. And you use okay. that, you know, like kind of soft opening mind and opening questions about it, okay? Okay. It's most of the time in the way you ask a question, the tone that changes the answer. So mm-hmm. that's my advice on that. All right, Alexandra? All right. Thank you. Thanks you, so much, Simon. You're most welcome. And good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks. You too. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. A huge thank you for spending the evening with me tonight listening to the show. It means the world to me. You know, that's what I love doing. That was my dream job, being a talk show host, um, have a show that I care for and have a great team around me and have listeners that nights after nights after nights just call me and, and thank you for sharing your love stories. I must tell you that many, many times I hear something I will never forget it. And when I'm dating again, I might use one of a love story that I've heard and maybe learn from to be a better boyfriend. So thank you for that. And also thank you for your trust for, for calling me. More of The Rendezvous tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.